0: We play like we fight. we be us, we be special, we smell greatness, we finish strong. Yeah, from the top, we where
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Big Easy Bets. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick.
0: I was getting dressed the other morning, and I smelled a dookie. I took off my clothes, and I said, what smells like shit? As it turns out, I had a little nugget in my
1: butt. On today's episode, we're going to recap last week's college and NFL picks, make our picks for the upcoming week, and we're also going to talk UFC 244, I believe it is, a jam-packed card, so we're going to make quite a few picks for uh, the fights there. Um, so Nick's intros are completely unscripted, so I try to roll with the punches, um, <laughs> so, uh, we're gonna, we're just not even gonna worry about what you said. Did you ever get it out? Y- yes. <laughs> All right, good. So, last week, we had four, I had four picks in college, Nick had three. On paper, I went one and three. I got a confession to make when I got to the casino to place my bets Um, on the podcast I had SMU minus 13 and a half I got cold feet when I got there I wound up taking SMU minus seven they covered they did not cover the minus 13 and a half Um, I tweeted out that I was making a change Uh, so if anybody went with SMU minus 13 and a half I do apologize Uh, it won't happen again today I have my I went and placed my bets before we recorded so there's no there's no catfishing. Um but yeah, so my week started off with SMU minus thirteen and a half. They start they got out to a hot start, actually could have got even more, but dropped a touchdown in the end zone, dropped another deep ball. Um but whatever, regardless, they wind up only winning by three. We both had Wisconsin plus fourteen and a half. This was both of our big easy bets, um, for college. What are what are your thoughts on this one? Do you watch this one? Um this was during the This was the eleven o'clock. Okay, and biggest who, game of the week for us.
0: There was another big game playing at this time.
1: At eleven? Yeah. Uh was it Oklahoma, K State? Yeah.
0: I think that's the game I decided to watch Over. after um you know, it went south for the Badgers.
1: Yeah, I mean this is one of the ones that frustrate me because the eye test told you to take Ohio State, but everything else told you to take Wisconsin. I mean, the last 10 years, only two games had been decided by more than seven points. They were getting 14 and a half. Wisconsin has a great run defense. It was raining before this game. I texted Nick. I said, I feel like this might honestly benefit us because Jonathan Taylor's the better running back in my opinion. But it wound up going the opposite way. They could not stop J.K. Dobbins. Um, Jack Cohn cannot throw the ball when it's wet, apparently. I guess we don't even know if he can throw the ball when it's dry. But they say He gone. was
0: under tremen- a tremendous amount of pressure, though. Yeah, Chase Pocket Young. Pocket collapsing under two seconds. Chase Young might be,
1: might be one of the best. Or not might be. He is one of the best players in the country. And a lot of people are putting him up there on the Heisman watch list. So... Defensive end for Ohio State, he was wreaking havoc. I think he set up a record, a personal best record for sacks. Of course, um, Jonathan Taylor got shut down, and then Wisconsin just could not stop J.K. Dobbins. I mean, it was a close game there for about a half, and then that third quarter, Ohio State really opened it up, and it was, uh, it was, it went it went south from there.
0: Yeah, so. but Ohio State not smashed them.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, Wisconsin did not show up to play whatsoever after coming off of a loss against Illinois. So they're done. Um, but it happens. So we both took a loss there. We actually had the same picks for our final two games. Uh, we both had Texas. It was a pick 'em versus TCU. Oh, my God. As fucking Sam Ellinger, dude. I was just talking about how one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the nation – sudden turn the ball over that he would be the difference maker this jack has turned the ball over three times to- no four times he had four interceptions that and they only lost by what What they lose by do you remember 10 but 10 um, with four interceptions
0: yeah they had late in, in the fourth quarter i think with about six minutes left um texas scores a touchdown to make it a three-point game with six minutes left you're like all right if texas defense can get a stop yep to have a chance to at least tie the game with a field goal or Take score a touchdown and win. Yep. But um TCU put together a very long drive and uh at the end of it they scored a touchdown.
1: Yep. So that sucked. Um but we did have Penn State minus six and a half. Uh Penn State looked great, I gotta say. Was never in doubt. I don't remember what the final score was, but I wanna say like twenty eight to seven maybe. Um Yeah. Yeah, minus six and a half. They cover easily. So that puts me at one and three on the weekend on the podcast. Let's not forget it. Uh I did go SMU minus seven first half. So mm, we'll count we'll count, we'll count it as a loss, but I don't like it. I don't like it. Really, it's two and two on the weekend. Um and then that puts Nick at one and two. So overall records that brings me to thirty two and twenty six. And that brings Nick to twenty four and nineteen. Our combined big easy bets record for college is forty three and thirty three so i I was hearing some people saying how i I think people have unrealistic expectations on what on how difficult it is to pick these games um so obviously you know Stanford Steve and the bear, and I feel like most people do. they have a podcast of their own. The Bears on College Game Day every morning. I mean, they're they're kind of regarded as the guys yeah. when it comes to the
0: Bears, the most publicized um, sports betting analysts, yeah, uh, probably in the country.
1: Yeah, Stanford Steve's always with Scott Van Pelt on uh, Bad Beats on ESPN. So these are their these were their records going into last week. Um, Stanford Steve is twenty seventeen and two. And the bear is eighteen, sixteen, and one. I mean, these guys are regarded as like the gurus. Like we're sitting here at thirty two, twenty six, Nick's at twenty four and nineteen. Just saying. I feel like we gotta we gotta get some realistic expectations going. Um but and we there hadn't even really been any complaints. So that's just basically me clarifying. Yeah,
0: and if you look at um the bear on college game day, picks three games every week, mm-hmm. and in the past um, three or four years, he's gone over sixty percent one time. He finished just at sixty percent, and, uh, and and in the other years, he finished at around fifty seven, fifty eight percent. So I mean, and this right,
1: is a guy who eats, sleeps, and breathes. Yeah, analytics, he can name
0: every, um, coach nation, yeah. every coach in the nation, venue in the nation, every coach in the nation. Oh, yeah, he's a, so, he's like, a, uh, he's not short on information for sure. And we're sitting at right now with our record, we're at 56.6%, almost 57. Uh, last week before we had a terrible week, we were at
1: 58%. Yeah, my last three weeks, I've been – I mean, I was pushing – I think I was at like 67% there. I was pushing 70%, um, and then I've just had a rough couple weeks, but – we're going to turn it around. I got some picks I like this week. Um we're going to come on back. I mean, we hey, we we're still in the green overall by a, a pretty substantial margin. So, but yeah, I just wanted to clarify that nobody's really been saying anything, but
0: yeah, you can't walk into the sports book and think you're going to win all your bets. It's just not going to happen. What you hope to do is most uh, professional bettors, they hope that they maintain a a record at above 55 percent for the entire season yep and they'll um, make a substantial amount of money at the end of the uh, end of it i mean when you go into the casino and you play blackjack or you play craps the casino has like a anywhere from a two percent to a five percent advantage on you Mm -hmm. so i mean if you can flip that with sports betting then obviously you can make money with it
1: yep all right so that'll wrap up our college recap um so before we get into the nfl recap we're gonna talk a little saints football drew Brees came back and he did not disappoint what did he have 375 yards three touchdowns yep i mean he jumped right back in thumb looked fine threw a beautiful ball i was watching him warm up so i was actually at this game watching him warm up and i mean it was coming out crisp tight spiral looked like he i mean he didn't miss a beat he did throw a jump ball to Zach Line down the left sideline. I don't know if you saw that too. I did the, see that. I was, what the fuck is that? I was hoping he would acknowledge it in the post game press conference. I don't think he did. I don't. I didn't see it at least. I even said, I said, why are we lining the fullback out wide? He's got Patrick Peterson on him. Drew says, huh? I'll, let's see what he's got. He launches it to Zach Line in double coverage. Peterson intercepts it. It was a jump ball. Like, Michael Thomas was wide open.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure what what happened on that play. I, I vaguely remember it, and I remember seeing um a highlight or a low light, whichever way you want to look at it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it looked like the ball just sailed on him. I, I don't think he was trying to put it up in double coverage for um, Zach know. Lyon. But it, it looked like Zach Lyon may have had position on him to know. be
1: able to make a – uh
0: a normal catch, but no, nah, he he threw it well over his head.
1: Yeah, any way you look at it, it's not a good good decision in my opinion. I mean he's a fullback. Um, but that was really the only negative thing Drew Brees did all day. He looked great. Other than that, um Saints keep on rolling. We had Kyler Murray flustered. And uh yeah. Trade deadline was today. We got a false alarm by Someone on Twitter who we're not going to name, but he's a fucking moron. He tweets out that, A.J. Green, welcome to New Orleans. And then 30 minutes later, he's doing a video saying, I was wrong. Sorry. Somebody, Somebody texted him asking him, did we get A.J. Green? And he interpreted that as, we have A.J. Green. We got A.J. Green. Doesn't even text the guy again to say, Oh, really? We got him? He just tweets, welcome to New Orleans, AJ Green. And Saints Twitter went crazy. I was watching this guy's followers just drop. Like, he lost hundreds of followers in about a half hour. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? And now and he's, like, getting all defensive about it, talking about, like, he'll fight anybody and all that. He says he was affiliated with ESPN. I don't think you're affiliated with ESPN if you're doing live videos telling anybody can catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, well, it's a big problem, even with um, credible media sources. No, I know. Um, no, no fact checking? they rather be first than be correct yep. in many cases. And, it, it, I mean, that's why I don't really even pay attention to as far as politics is concerned. I can't follow that because there's just too much smeared shit to sift through to f- actually find out what's the truth but yeah in this case it it bled into the sports world
1: yep yeah so that was a buzz kill um i was texting people i think we got aj green waiting for adam schefter to send out the notification he doesn't needless to say that guy got unfollowed um we'll never listen to another word that he says um But, yeah, so in positive Saints news, we roll to another win. We have a bye week, setting up a match against Atlanta, who is in absolute turmoil right now. They are basically throwing the season away, trying to shop Vic Beasley for anything they can get. Nobody even wants him. This guy led the league in sacks like three years ago with like 15 and a half, and now he can't even get on the
0: team. Beasley's had an interesting career because I remember, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think his career got off to a slow start and then he turned it up with, mm-hmm. when he led the league in sacks and then I guess
1: now he's he's back
0: to his old
1: self. Yeah, I don't know if he was just a one-hit wonder that one year, but um yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh it's weird. It was a weird trade deadline. You're sitting there waiting waiting for something to happen and nothing yeah, really Yeah, all, all did. the
0: big moves happened earlier early in the year.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah, Saints are looking good. LSU comes in at the number 1 spot. In the AP poll, uh, they also are on a bye. Got a, potentially, the, I think you dubbed it the game of the century against, or the game of the whatever, I don't know what you said, biggest game in the last it's 10 gonna years. It's going to be the biggest game ever. Against Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Two is banged up with an ankle. They're talking about maybe holding them out. I don't give a shit. I don't care how we win, just as long as we win.
0: Look, this is this is another thing that was brought by uh, out by somebody who just, um making shit up basically it's a a guy who works for ESPN I don't know his name and if I did I wouldn't disclose it but um he's saying that they should think about resting Tua because a one loss SEC team whether it's going to be LSU or Alabama in this case he's saying Alabama should just rest Tua so they don't have to play in the SEC championship game and they can get into the playoff but I mean when you look at Alabama's remaining schedule they still have to play Auburn and the Iron Bowl, yep. that's going to be a tough game. Yep. Uh, it it was a close game it's for LSU. Always, yeah, yeah. So I expect it to be yeah, – and they always play each other close usually. Um, Yeah, when you look at it, I, I think Tua's is going to play. I think there's too much on the line, especially Nick Saban's not that type of guy to rest his best player if his best player is ready
1: to go. Um. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I, I I saw a couple things here and there about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's just a sign of fear. If he's ready to go, throw him out there. He had this surgery last year. They were saying he'll be back. But, um, yeah, I couldn't give two shits if he's healthy or not. I know some people out there, oh, I want to beat him at their best. Not me. Just want to beat him. Don't care how we do it. Yeah, the
0: likelihood of the situation, though, is that um – I think uh, this game is going to be close, and I think that um, the winner of this game will finish uh, in the college football playoff rankings at number one, mm-hmm. and the loser will probably be n- probably be number four. Yeah. So they'll probably play again in, in the postseason. But um, yeah. I mean, I, being an LSU fan, I mean it wouldn't be anything greater than us to beat Alabama. And then for us to be able to possibly play Ohio State in the national championship, that's Joe Burrow's. Yep. Uh, where Joe Burrow transferred out of, and yeah, if Ohio State, if you wanted a um, Heisman Trophy winner, you should have. Uh, should have kept, kept kept Joe kept Burrow. It
1: yep. So it's a it's a good good time to be a Louisiana sports fan. I know I was saying it on the last episode. We got the Saints looking great. You Got LSU number one in the nation. I mean, you can't ask for much more. So we'll move on to our NFL picks. Recap those. Thursday night, we saw the Redskins go up against the Vikings. I had the Redskins plus 16. They covered. Uh, Nick had the over 42.5. That did not. I don't know what the final score was. It was 19.9.
0: Hmm. 19.9. Yeah, dude, Thursday night games for the most part this year have been low scoring. Just... They hit
1: the under almost every time.
0: Yeah, and they haven't been close when in, yeah. in regards of points. You
1: know, there haven't been very close games. Yeah. So I also had my big easy bet for the NFL. Were the, it was the uh, Packers minus four and a half um, versus the Chiefs without Mahomes. This seemed like an easy, one, an easy one for me. Um, whenever I was making my pick, that's why I made it my big easy bet. That's a W. The one never in doubt. Uh Aaron Rodgers look good. Packers look good. Um so that's another big easy bet. Um that brings me to five and three overall on my big easy bets. Obviously I lost the one with Wisconsin. And Nick had the Dolphins plus fourteen and a half as his NFL big easy bet. You want to? <laughs>
0: All I know is they they lost by thirteen, so that's a that that's a W.
1: That is a W, as Jamius would say, as you like to call him. Um, so yeah, we both went one and one on our Big Easy bets on the week. We are both sitting at five and three. Um, I also had the Colts minus six. They did not pull it off. They wound up winning by two. This game was a frustrating game to watch, but it happens. Two and one on the weekend in NFL for me brings me to fourteen, fifteen, and one. And then Nick had Speak of the Devil, Jameis Winston at Buccaneers plus two and a half. So I was at the I was in the dome for the Saints game watching uh obviously watching the Saints, and we kept looking over at the ticker, and I mean the they were winning for the majority of this game. And they play the Titans.
0: Yeah, and it, it was a back and forth game, and then um the Buccaneers were able to take a three point lead in the fourth quarter. And then Ryan Tannehill throws a eight-yard touchdown to A.J. Brown with uh, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, and uh, the Buccaneers weren't able to score again. I mean, Jameis Winston in this game, like I said, he's either going to mm-hmm. throw four interceptions or four or five touchdowns. In this game, he throws two interceptions and turns the ball over two more times by way of fumble. Mm. Um, Yeah, Jameis Winston, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I ain't betting them Buccaneers again. I can tell you that much. It fooled me. We can't get fooled again.
1: Yeah, stay away from them. Can't ever do it. Um. So yeah, that puts me at two and one. As I said, fourteen and fifteen and one overall. That puts Nick at one and two. That brings him to thirteen and thirteen overall. We are now officially back. Well, we were in it last week, but we're in the green overall for the Big Easy Bets record for NFL twenty nineteen and one. Um. And we're going to look to keep picking those numbers up. I know we started out rough in the NFL. But, all right, we'll move on to our picks for this week. Actually, before we do that, football-wise, let's talk uh, UFC 244. Uh, this is going to be one of the best cards in a while. Obviously, the main event. You got Jorge uh, Masvidal, Game Bread, uh Street Jesus, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, versus, Cuban Jesus, Street Jesus versus uh, Nate Diaz. Street tacos. Nate was in the uh, Nate was on ESPN or just in the in the news. Uh, they're saying he failed the drug test, but then it turns out that it was trace amounts of something, and the UFC is not gonna. I don't know. Nate was pissed. He felt like they were out to get him, and the UFC looked like they kind of didn't like. They kind of agreed. It seemed like they didn't say they were, they're not gonna punish him. The fight's still going to go on. Um, so just another long, uh, there's always something. I don't know. There's always something with these. Somebody's unhappy, but it's going to go on. It's going to be a hell of a fight card if, uh, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um, but yeah, so who you like in that one?
0: In it, the main event, you got, uh, George Masvidal at, um, George? Yeah. <laughs> George Masvidal had a 160 um, favorite. Minus 160. See, Nate that, Diaz is a plus 140
1: underdog. See, that's crazy to me. I mean, I know. I get it. Diaz. If it wasn't for McGregor, Diaz would have had an average career. McGregor helped put Diaz into the limelight, but Masvidal has had a long career, and he I mean, he's pretty old now. I know he, he knocked out Askren with the flying knee, and probably the best knockout I've ever seen in my life, but I mean, who knows what would have happened if that didn't happen, you know?
0: Yeah, and no, I can tell you right now, a Mack truck couldn't knock out Nate
1: Diaz. Yeah, I mean...
0: Nate Diaz has taken some of the most brutal punishment and come back to win fights. Um.
1: Yeah, I feel like he's got the edge in the jiu-jitsu category, um, even though Jorge Masvidal is not just a street fighter. Like, he's...
0: Oh no, he's tri- he's high level. Yeah, um, mixed martial artist. Both he, of these guys
1: are though, and it, that's where he got his claim to fame. Though was the uh, the Kimbo Slice backyard brawls. I don't know if you ever watched those. But yeah, you, you can find them on YouTube. He's back there throwing hands in the the backyards in Florida. Um, but yeah, so you can't let that discredit his uh, mixed martial arts background. And that's not all he is. So he. I mean he knows what he's doing in there. Nah, no, he
0: has victories over some significant guys. Um and yeah, obviously that flying knee you Oof. know really launched him into the mainstream. Oh yeah. But um dude, looking at this fight, if it, if I was an odds maker, Nate Diaz would have been a favorite. I'm not sure how the people the people must be hitting the Jorge Masvidal bet. But I mean, dude, just looking at this um Nate Diaz, since he's fought McGregor the first time, has, hasn't has really shown much weakness. No, I Even know. in the second fight, that fight was extremely close to me. Mm-hmm. With McGregor, that McGregor ended up winning, um... Did he win it unanimous, unanimous, unanimously? <laughs> or did he win it via split decision? Um, I want to say
1: it was split. I'm not positive. It might
0: have been though. a majority decision yeah, where, yeah, yeah, where that's one what I mean. was scored a draw and then both the other two were scored for McGregor.
1: Um... Yeah, I don't remember exactly. Yeah.
0: Anyway, it was an extremely close fight. Um, Nate Diaz looked terrific in his last fight, beating uh, up a very talented guy in uh,
1: Pettis. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I so had him I mean, in that one. So let's not forget, I'm five and zero picking UFC. I mean, everything I touch turns to gold in the UFC category. I don't remember what your record is. What? What were you? Two and four?
0: I'm two and three. I picked just as many
1: as you. Are we sure about that? Yes. I'm going to go back and listen to every episode to make sure.
0: I had, <laughs> um, in my three losses, I had Daniel Cormier.
1: Yeah, Poirier.
0: Poirier, and I picked Robert Werdeker. Yep. Those were my three losses. My two uh, victories were Paul Felder, and um, I had
1: Nate Diaz as well. Yep. So... I'm going with Diaz here versus Masvidal. It sounds like you are too. Um, the co-main event is Darren Till versus Kelvin Gastelum. Uh, Darren Till was the guy Jorge Masvidal fought in London in Till's hometown. And uh, I don't remember if he – I think no, actually, I do remember. He knocked him out No, big he, time. Yeah, he knocked I, him out. I remember. Out. I was watching this. Yeah, he put him to sleep. And then he fought somebody in the back locker room. After. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm taking Darren Till here. Darren Till was – I think he had a belt. No. I don't remember. God damn it. Um,
0: he was either the number one or number two yeah, contender he, he at was one point.
1: He definitely on the rise. And then that kind of, I want to say they gave him Masvidal as kind of like a stepping stone fight, and it didn't go how they planned. Um, but Darren, Darren Till's very talented. Kelvin Gastelum's good too, but I just don't, I'm not big on him. I mean, he's 15 and four, so he's no slouch. Darren Till sitting at 17, 2 and 1. Um, I'm taking Darren Till here. I like him. I like him on the feet. Um, so yeah, I don't know about you. Yeah.
0: Darren Till was a guy that the UFC rushed into the spotlight. Mm -hmm. He's still extremely young. I'm not sure how old he is, but I'm pretty sure he's not even, he's probably younger than us. He's probably 22 at, at his oldest maybe, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Darren Till is still extremely young. Um, he's coming off of a couple of losses, uh, Gasolum Darren Till's twenty six, so he's twenty six. Okay, I was I was wrong, but uh, still, still very young in terms of mixed martial arts. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but I think they rushed him into the spotlight and forced him into some big fights that he wasn't necessarily ready for. I think if um, Darren Till avoids knockout, which I think he will, he's got a reach advantage. I think he probably has a striking advantage too.
1: Mm-hmm. I'd say so. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah, I think Darren Till can win this fight as well. I'm going with Darren Till.
1: Okay, in the welterweight division, you got Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. It's a hell of a last name versus Vincent Luke or Luque. Okay. don't know how you would pronounce it, but Wonderboy is probably one of the most um, talented mixed martial artists just with his overall abilities. I mean, I, I like him here. Him and Woodley had some good fights. Um, he's sitting at 14-4-1. Four um yeah, I'm taking Stephen Thompson here. Yeah, Stephen
0: Thompson's coming off of that um knockout loss to Yep. Anthony Pettis, where Tom uh Stephen Thompson was kind of controlling the fight for most part of um for the most part and then he got caught with a Superman punch. I know. Out cold.
1: Was, oof, I know. Once those lights go out.
0: Yeah, but no doubt Darren, um Stephen Thompson's one of the most talented strikers in the history of the UFC. He's got a uh, very long reach, and he's uh, very tactical with the way that he keeps his distance and uh, chooses to counter-strike. So, yeah, I like Stephen Thompson as well. Stephen Thompson's a favorite in this one, Wonderboy Thompson.
1: Okay, heavyweight division. This going to be a good one. You got Derek, my balls are hot, Lewis versus Blagoy Ivanov. Take a guess who we're going with here, or who I'm going with. Uh, Derek Lewis is from New Orleans. He's got a hell of an uh, Instagram account. If you haven't ever seen it, go check it out. It's pretty funny. Um, Derek Lewis is, got thrusted into the limelight after he knocked out He knocked out the Russian. Uh, was that on the McGregor? That was the McGregor-Khabib um, card. He knocks him out, and he says, USA in this hoe. He said, I had to represent. And he took his pants off. They asked him why he took his pants off. He says, my balls are hot. And they said, uh. They said, are you ready to contend for a title? He said, I got to get my fat ass back in the gym, do some cardio. And, I mean, it's kind of hard not to like the guy. I think I watched him again, his next fight, and he was just getting pounded. And he would, like, fake an injury and then come and just throw a fucking haymaker. Oh, It was against um Daniel Cormier. Was it Cormier? Yeah,
0: he... yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he... They were asking him, "Well, hey, you want to fight for the title? Blah blah blah." And that's another guy that got kind of yeah, rushed into did. a spot he that did. he shouldn't have been in because he he wasn't ready, and he it's even because he, he was popular re- overnight. Yeah, he did become super popular because of uh, the his balls were hot. Mm-hmm. Comment they made T-shirts the whole nine yards. He said "USA" in the so 'cause because yeah. he knocked out the Russian. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love him. You know, I don't pick if you're from Louisiana and you're a fist fighter, I'm going with you,
1: so. I'm taking Derek um, Lewis. What's it? The Beast. Yeah. Yeah, in boxing news, uh, Re, Regis Porgray lost across the pond. The Rougarou.
0: So yeah, I saw
1: that. It's his first loss. That sucks. Um, but he'll be back. That dude's a hell of a fighter. He's got the best the best nickname in the game. I mean, how can you not? The Rougarou. Um, so that's all I'm picking for the card. I was thinking about taking Kevin Lee over Gregor uh, Gillespie, but... Gillespie's undefeated. I've seen a couple of his fights. He's pretty pretty solid. I'm going to stay away from that one. I'm not picking that one. I do like Kevin Lee, though. But, yeah, so I have Nate Diaz, Darren Till, Stephen Thompson, and Derek, my balls are hot, Lewis for the UFC 244 main event. You've got Diaz, Till, Thompson, and Derek Lewis. Yep. All right, you're not closing the gap on that. I'm Uh, just following you now. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty – That's a pretty smart thing to do, if you're asking me. Um, All right, so we'll get into this week's picks. Um, College, I'm going to start in college. Uh, First one for me is Thursday night. Appalachian State, minus 15.5 over Georgia Southern. Uh, We saw Georgia Southern week one. LSU played them. They run that triple option, whatever annoying shit to watch. Um, Their defense is not very good. And they struggle to score. So you stop the triple option, you're stopping them. So it's not that hard to figure out. Um, Appalachian State can score with the best of them. They put up points in bunches. We watched them over UL. They like to throw it deep. Um, it's, I mean, this is, it's a very one-sided game, clearly, with the spread. It's a lot of points, 15 and a half. I'm going Appalachian State here, and honestly, the run game is where they really thrive. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to Appalachian State. That's my first game of the week on Thursday, minus 15 and a half. What's your first one you're going with? Um,
0: I'm looking at this Miami-Florida State game. Hmm. This game's in, in Florida State, I believe, but uh, both teams are from Florida. You have Miami going into this game on the road. They're getting three and a half points. I like Miami in this one. Um, the main reason is because um, Florida State's defense is is subpar compared to uh, the rest of the nation. They 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 do a good job scoring the ball for the most part, but they have a hard time maintaining or keeping leads, and then. We saw it against Boise State in the first game of the year. They got out to a ginormous lead and ended up losing the game. Um, Yeah, DJ Dallas. I've got intel that he's practicing with a knee brace on. Uh, He (laughs) injured his knee two weeks ago. But it's looking like he's going to be back. That's a good sign that he's practicing early in the week. Last week, and Freshman Jaron Williams just came in into case, the game.
1: Just in case anybody doesn't know, Dallas is Miami's running back.
0: Yeah, he's very good and, and he breaks big runs. He's probably their best player on offense. Um Jaron Williams, the quarterback that played very well in the beginning of the season, had to come in last week against Pittsburgh and scored a game winning touchdown for the Miami Hurricanes. It's looking like that they're gonna start Jaron Williams this game. Nakosi Perry started last game with a, a shoulder injury and in his non-throwing arm, but yeah, you're getting you're getting good players back. They're getting one of their best linebackers back um, against a a Florida State team that's not played very well this year. They've lost. They've allowed a lot of points to be scored on them, even by um, teams with not that good of offenses. Miami, to me, um, gets the big play and. Is gonna be able to score against them. I like Miami getting points in this one. Uh, Miami plus three and a
1: half. Okay, next one I have is the Nebraska Corn Huskers versus the Purdue Boilermakers. Shout out Drew Brees, uh Purdue alumni. I'm taking Nebraska here, minus two and a half. Um Nebraska was a preseason favorite of a lot of people to what are they in the Big Ten West? I don't know which one it is, whichever. Whichever portion of the Big Ten. uh, There were a lot of people, not a lot, but there were a few people's sleeper teams um, to potentially win the division. Um, They have not been very good this year. Four and four against the spread. They are one and seven. You don't love to hear that. Uh, But Purdue is two and six. But on the flip side, they are four and four against the spread. But. I just feel like Nebraska's a little bit of a better team here, obviously. Well, clearly they're favored by two and a half. Uh, they're coming off of two losses, a 38-31 loss versus Indiana and a 34-7 loss versus Minnesota. But they do have a win over a quality Northwestern team. Um, I say quality. Northwestern's always a solid team, I feel like. They always they give people trouble here and there. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Nebraska, minus two and a half this game. They're going on the road to Purdue. Uh if Drew Brees isn't su- suiting up for uh, Purdue again, I don't see it happening. Plummer's not very good. I know he's he's almost got a one to one touchdown interception ratio. Um. So yeah, I don't feel great about this one. I'm not going to lie to you, but Nebraska minus two and a half versus Purdue. You got another one. Um. And for the record, anytime I don't feel great about it one, I'm, I might be undefeated on. I don't feel great about them picks. Just so. Yeah. Do you want me to say it? Go ahead. I like
0: this pick, but I'm not picking it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Great. That fucking jinxes it because every time you say that, it doesn't, it doesn't go my way. No, I do like this pick. Nebraska um
0: hasn't been as good as everybody thought they were, but Purdue isn't very good not at all. No, not not at all whatsoever. So I mean, Nebraska's getting two and a half points in this one. I mean, yeah, I like Nebraska in this one.
1: Um. All right, give me your second one. Wait, are you taking them too? Oh, wait, no, you said you're not. No, I you're like them, but I'm not, I'm not going to pick
0: them. Him. I'm just sticking on my side of the <laughs> line. All right, give me another one. Um, I'm going with Tulane against Tulsa. Tulane's dropped two in a row on the road. Um, Trust me on that. Got behind against Navy last week. Got behind big. Mounted a comeback and ended up allowing – Navy to kick a game-winning field goal as time expired.
1: What did uh, what McCluskey do in that one? I don't know if you. If I you didn't saw watch it. it, but I I was paying
0: attention to it because I um, obviously I just keep track of Louisiana sports, yeah, and I like to know how how the teams are doing. So yeah, I'm not sure what he did, but um, yeah, I, 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 not I, enough. You could look it up, but yeah um (laughs) anyway (laughs) yes i could look it up Um, um tulsa on the other hand i was very close to not picking this one because tulsa all year has kept games close no matter whether there's a small amount of points scored or a large amount of points scored relatively they've kept games close they're two and six though in terms of victories to losses um they lost to Memphis last week by one point, forty-two to forty-one. Tulane got beat by Memphis, forty-seven to seventeen. But um, look, I think when you when you're looking at this game, um, Tulane's defense is one of the strengths of their team. I think that they they hold T- Tulsa's offense, and um, I look for them to bounce back after dropping two in a row.
1: Okay. Um next one I have is Oregon minus 5 on the road, another goddamn road game uh against USC. Oregon's got a great defense. I know they struggled with Washington. What was that? 2 weeks ago or was that Yeah, that was 2 weeks ago. Um they're coming off of a 2-point win versus Washington State, but we obviously we've seen that Washington State can score with the best of them. Um and let UCLA score 60 on them. Um So yeah, Oregon's sitting at 7-1, number seven in the nation. USC is, uh, I mean, they've had that trouble with quarterbacks getting injured left and right. Um, They're coming off a 35-31 win over a Colorado team that isn't that good. They struggled in that game a little bit. Um, I like Oregon's defense. We saw them week one against Bo Nix and Jerry's World. They should have won that game. They allowed Auburn back into it and... I mean, everybody remembers how it goes, but the difference maker in this game will be Justin Herbert. Herbert has 21 touchdowns and only one interception on 2,104 passing yards. Um, I like him here. I feel like he's been not exactly lighting it up the last couple weeks. He's still a surefire top ten pick in the NFL, uh, in my opinion. There might be a couple boards where he's dropping a little bit. The ascension of Joe Burrow might be hurting his draft stock, but sucks to suck. Do better, and I think he will do better this week. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the Ducks minus five on the road against USC. Do you like this one too?
0: Um, <clears throat> yeah. U- USC was down big to Colorado last week, mounted a a terrific comeback. Oregon, to me, all year, to me, they're one of the better teams probably a top 10 team in the country for sure. Um, I don't think you can argue that, but they've underperformed in terms of points this year. I mean, every week I look, I was thinking about betting Washington State last week because of their um, ability to score the ball. I wish I would have took the over. I was looking at it after the podcast, and I was like, damn, I should have took that over. Um, But yeah, looking at this game, Oregon playing... USC, Oregon's on the road. They're g- giving up five points. I mean, it, to me, it's any week now that Oregon's going to explode and 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 look like the football team that they are.
1: Yeah, they're going to blow up here eventually. That's the way I feel about it. And uh, I mean USC, USC's kind of been getting by from the skin of their teeth. Like it's not, it's not exactly uh, they're not blowing people away here. So I feel like you, uh, Oregon it's going to have a pretty dominant win in this one. It's getting crunch it's getting close to crunch time now, so it's time to start uh separating yourself. I mean, if a couple teams go down, I mean, they're only sitting there at 7. So, they're not out of the playoffs by any means, not yet. You never know what could happen. I mean, they're probably out, but Yeah, cuz I mean, well, Ohio State they still have to play
0: um Penn State for sure. I think they may play Michigan as well. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I guess that's one of their hopes. Who's at
1: five and six? Oh uh, shit! Penn State's got to be somewhere around okay, there. Okay, Penn State six, six. I at think five or six. Um, and then you got. Give me two seconds, and I'll find it. Um. You got Florida's at six. Yes, Penn Florida State's six. At five. Yes, correct. That's. Correct. Georgia sitting at number eight. That's going to be a big game this week. Um, the Bulldogs versus the Gators. This is in Florida, but I guess it's considered a neutral site game in Jacksonville, not Gainesville. Um, the Bulldogs are six-point favorites is what I got them at. I'm taking Georgia here. Uh, I don't know about you, but I feel like uh, Trask has... Played good, but it's been banged up a little bit. Starting to wear on him. He's kind of – people come in, they light it up a little bit, and then it kind of – you fall back to earth. Um, I felt like he played good against LSU, I'm not going to lie. He played better than I thought he would. But Jake Fromm has had a very underwhelming year. I feel like it's getting to the point to where, again, it's crunch time now. This is time for all those teams that are going to be contenders. You find out who are the contenders and who are the pretenders. This is – I mean, they got Swift at running back. I like him over P Ryan. I think he, they got the edge there. I like uh, Georgia's defense. I don't. I wouldn't say they're better than Florida's defense, but it's tomato tomato. The only thing that Georgia's really lacking, in my opinion, is the deep threat to stretch the field. Um, but again, I'm rolling with the Bulldogs here. I feel like Kirby Smart's going to get it done. He's going to rally the troops.
0: Yeah, um, both of these teams are coming off of bye weeks, <clears throat> so, I mean, that gives time for Georgia to try to turn things around. Um, to me, there's been no, to me, Georgia's the most, uh, the, the biggest team that's underperformed this year.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, they were a lot of people's, uh, pick for national championships. They started off ranked number three, um...
0: They didn't play as well as they should have played against a Notre Dame team. That's not that good. Michigan. I remember that game well. Who we have been ragging on for most of the season seems to be turning it around. They still suck. Because they beat the dog shit out of Notre Dame.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. They did. Yeah, Notre Dame is, uh, like I said, contender or pretender. They are pretenders. They are every year. But picked them against Georgia. They covered. So you got to like that or i do um yeah so little defensive statistics for you georgia gives up 266 yards a game to florida's 319 um 188 181 yards through the air and georgia only allows 85 yards per game on the ground to florida's 124 i think swift's gonna have a good game he's gonna be able to open up the passing game for him from i mean you got to. He he's having an underwhelming year, but he's still one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Kyle Trask has a little fallback to earth. Um I like I like the Bulldogs here. Who are you rolling with? Look, when I look at this game, I wonder, is it too good to be true? Wait, so yeah, before you go, look just so everybody knows, I was leaning Florida heavily at first. And then I kind of thought to myself, this is a game. That I'm not going to win. So I'm taking. I'm doing the old switcheroo. And I'm going Georgia. Minus six and a half. And then as I dove into it more obviously. There's reasons why. But. I was leaning Florida originally. You see that. You see those. It's in Florida. They're getting points. You look at the ranking. Which doesn't mean anything. But. Yeah. I'm taking This is for the SEC East. Yeah. You know you still got Missouri
0: there. But trust me. Make no mistake, it's out of these two teams. Missouri's – Missouri will be last place in the West.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just look at Trask like he hasn't had that much experience. I mean, I know he's had to go in to Death Valley, played solid, didn't play great. Um, I just feel like it's experience here. Fromm's played in the big games. Fromm knows what it takes to win.
0: To me, the best thing to happen to Florida this year is for big beefy ballpark Franks to go down with whatever happened to his
1: leg, yeah, hopefully he got his foot back because put make no the right mistake
0: way. when Kyle Trask came in, he saved that team against a Kentucky team that was beating them by a substantial amount of points, yep uh Kyle Trask leads the comeback scores the the game tie and touchdown. I believe it, it may have put him up by one point. And then they see. And then with they a got long that run. long run at the yep. end. Yep. But now Kyle Trask, he he's he's a guy that um, fits the system. He's uh, a guy that can manage the game, pick up their downs. To me, I'm going with Florida getting. Right now, I have it at six and a half. I know you you got your bet at six. I have it at six and a half. Um. Getting six and a half points to me—I mean, it's—that's why I ask—is it too good to be true? Because I think Florida is a better team than Georgia. I think Florida is going to win the game. Roll with them then. And then they're getting nearly a touchdown. I, I got to make this my big easy
1: bet. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay. You saying I should make Georgia mine? because i'm not (laughs) No, i don't
0: know what you should do (laughs) i'm not i mean look i got two more games announced that aren't going to be very popular and i'm damn sure not making those my big easy bet
1: all right um yeah so i'll go with my big easy bet next i'll let nick make his two unpopular picks and then and we're going to kind of try to wrap up college here a little quicker and we'll roll through nfl i we're approaching 50 minutes on the podcast right now so we're going to try to speed things up a little bit so my big easy bet is utah minus three and a half i'm going back with them i rode with them early in the year and then i kind of went away from them zach moss got hurt um they're playing washington a washington team that just gave oregon some trouble um washington's a decent team i mean they like to throw the ball all around the field but their defense is not good at all their defense is bad They give up 147 yards rushing a game. Zach Moss is going to go crazy. Um, Unless there's some underlying Zach Moss injury that I don't know about. I didn't see one. Um, And then they give up 224 yards through the air. Uh, Whereas if you look at Utah, they give up 231 yards overall. 174 through the air. Only 56.4 on the ground. So, I mean, that's a recipe to win this game. Zach Moss is going to control it. And Tyler Huntley, keeping plays alive with his feet. I like him. He can make the throws. He makes some mistakes here and there. But he's only got one interception this year. So they know they know where their bread is buttered, and that's with Zach Moss. Um so I'm rolling with Utah here, minus three and a half versus Washington, another road game, but it's my big easy bet. Go Utes. Go ahead with your two unpopular picks. Okay. Um
0: you have UAB going on the road at Played the Tennessee Volunteers. UAB's getting 12 points here. I like UAB's defense to keep it close against a Tennessee offense who have had their fair share of struggles this year. I'm going with UAB plus 12 points in this one. Um, Just for those are of they, you who don't know, are UAB. Are they the Dragons? They definitely have a dragon-looking character as their mascot. <laughs> Not sure what they call them, but uh, yeah. Um UAB 6-1 and one this year. They, they've they had um, one of the better teams that they've had in a long time. I expect them to keep it close against a Tennessee team that struggled. I know they're coming off of a big win against South Carolina last week. But South Carolina is a wishy-washy team. You never know what you're going to get from them. Tennessee, to me, is a lot like that. UAB, though, has been consistent this year, and I like UAB in this one getting 12 points. I'm going against year uh, – Favorite team, the Boise State Blue Broncos, playing on the road against San Jose State. Are you nuts? San Jose State's getting 17.5 points. Um, This year, look, San Jose State, 4-4, but they've been keeping a lot of games close. Most games are under 17 points. Um, They're coming off of a big (laughs) win on the road last week against a a good Army team. Uh, Disciplined guys.
1: I'd be lying if I said I didn't look at this game for a long time, but... I'm pretty sure Bachmeyer's still banged up it's not a done deal if he's gonna be playing so I stayed away from it but you bet your ass if Bachmeyer was playing I'm taking the Broncos minus seventeen and a half look he, here's where <clears throat> um yeah for
0: those listening this isn't my favorite pick that's why I had to uh, make my big easy bet F- Florida um look I think San Jose State's gonna be able to keep this game relatively close that being under 17 points uh they're getting 17 and a half so if, even if it is 17 we're still safe um to me i don't like these type of picks but the uab when i'm more comfortable with i like picks where i where teams are getting points and i think that they have a shot to win okay. that's why i like florida this week getting six and a half and i like miami getting three and a half um and then I like to pick teams that are favored that I think are going to win by much more. But usually I don't like to pick a lo- the loser.
1: Can I, just... can I throw a stat out at you? Yeah. Um. So, on the ground, San Jose State only rushes for 85 yards a game. Defensively, they allow 237 rushing yards a game. Yeah, I know. This has got baby Ricky Williams written all over it. And uh whole oh, I've looked
0: at the stats and, and 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 when you look at it, they are they're more of a team that uh moves the ball through their through their um passing game. But um when you look at Boise State's defense, you know, they got a good front. Uh they tackle well. I just think seventeen and a seventeen and a half is a lot to give up give a team while they're playing at home. No, I agree. That's that's why I stayed away
1: from it because, you know, I I don't need very much to persuade me to pick the Blue Broncos. Um, But, yeah, with Bachmeyer being out, I think it's Chase Cord is the backup. Something Cord. Shit Cord. That's what he is. So, with Bachmeyer out, I mean. A little nugget. Yeah. Yeah, that's him right there. Um, Yeah. I stayed away from it, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't look at it. And so you're leaning <clears throat> towards Boise. Um, yes, but I'm not picking it. I'm not no. If Bachmeyer was playing, I'd bet the house on it.
0: Yeah, and to me, San Jose State seems to be a team that's trending upwards right now in on Boise State, obviously coming off of a loss, right?
1: Uh yes. No. Yeah, they yes, they yes. they lost their last game. Then they had a bye week last week. They lost to BYU by three points. Yes. Um, yeah. No. I mean, so, I mean I don't they think could that's bounce
0: back, pick. but they are. It seems to me that they are trending towards. Yeah, I don't think um, it's. I don't
1: think it's a bad pick. That's why I said I stayed away from it. If I felt like Boise was going to cover, I would have took them.
0: Yeah, it's not like I see <laughs> something huge here. It's like I I I know. Yeah. Something big, but uh
1: yeah, San Jose State plus seventeen and a half. Okay, my last pick for college is the rainbow warriors i believe they're called hawaii i'm going i'm going with hawaii the last game of the night kicks off at 10:59. it says on the dot um playing fresno state in hawaii they're gonna have all the pineapples they can eat they're gonna be juiced up they're gonna be ready to go fresno state's gonna have to go across the pond um the other pond and go play hawaii hawaii is a two-point favorites Hawaii likes to throw the ball all over the field. They have a, white quarter, or a Hawaiian quarterback with uh, dreadlocks. It, I mean, I like the look. It looks like you created him on uh, Madden or NCAA football, which is making a return because now the players are going to get paid for their likeness. Uh, so return of NCAA football, the video game. Um, I'm taking Hawaii here. They literally throw the ball all over the field. Uh, McDonald, the quarterback, has got 24 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. He's already got over 2,500 passing yards. Uh, I mean, you got to go with the home team here. Last game of the night. The night games treat me well. Boise plays at night. I'm not taking Boise. Hawaii plays at night. I'm taking Hawaii. You said they just want pineapples. Well, now they're at home. All the pineapples they can get. Yeah, the Rainbow Warriors? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what they're called. No,
0: that, I just looked it up. I was like, I couldn't believe that was their name. I mean, that was off the top of my that's head, That's
1: wild. I didn't look that up, I swear to God. That was off the top I of my head. I thought they were... I
0: think, for the most part, that is their official name. But I think they'd like to just go by
1: the, the just the Warriors. No, I don't believe so. I'm pretty sure... Pretty positive that they're 100% the Rainbow no, Warriors. No, they
0: are, but I think most people call them just the well r- i'm gonna warriors. call them the
1: rainbow warriors and i hope everybody in the stands doing the haka dance um so yeah i'm taking hawaii here minus two in hawaii um so i'll recap my college picks and then we'll quickly do nfl because now we are approaching an hour um thursday i have appalachian state minus 15 and a half i've got nebraska the corn huskers minus two and a half utah my big easy bet of the week minus three and a half Oregon, minus five versus USC. The Rainbow Warriors, Hawaii, minus two versus Fresno State. And the Bulldogs going on the road to Jacksonville, Florida to play the Gators. Minus six, Georgia. Go ahead and recap yours.
0: I have Florida Gators. Are you gonna say it? Plus six and a half as my big easy bet. You're gonna say Go Gator. It? <laughs> go
1: Gator. And then I got Miami. Damn, I'm betting all them thugs this week. Just so we know, I'm pretty sure you're over for two when you throw out a Go Gator.
0: No, I won. The, I won my other one. Oh, against South
1: Carolina. Because I right. stayed away from them for a long time for what they did to me. You're you're one and one, so you're due for a loss when with your Go Gator. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um,
0: <laughs> look, I'm betting Miami too. Can you believe that? I know you're- Miami plus three and a half against Florida State. I'm going with Tulane minus ten against Tulsa. I'm going with UAB plus 12 on the road against Tennessee. And I'm going with San Jose State at home against Boise State. San Jose State is getting 17.5
1: points. All right. So let's move on to the NFL. As always, we're going to pick the Thursday night game. 49ers and Cardinals. 49ers are 10-point favorites. Who do you like? I like... Look, I like the um I you gotta go
0: with the forty niners to me. I mean, their defense
1: I mean you got to, right?
0: Is playing well. Um in in Arizona's defense it it's been playing very bad all year. Yep. So
1: I mean I'm going with the forty ers So you're you're laying the ten with the Niners. Um so this game's in Arizona. So like I said, this is a week where I made my decision, and then I was like, "That's, I'm I'm going opposites. I'm taking the the Cardinals uh, plus 10, plus 9.5 actually is what I got them at. That sucks. Um, But, yeah, I think the 49ers are going to win this game, and they're probably going to win by more than 10. But sometimes when you think things, it just doesn't turn out. So I took Cardinals plus 9.5 in Arizona. Kyler Murray, shifty. He looked like a deer in the headlights against the Saints, so that's not good. Um, Niners have a great defense. And a very good pass rush. But on the flip side, I'm 3-0 and in our last Thursday night picks. So one would say, I mean, I think three, that it, it means you're on fire. Is that fair to say? Thursday night, I mean, I think I'm on fire. Uh, so you're going with the Niners. I'm going with the Cardinals, plus 9.5. I wish it was 10. It's not. Um, can't say 10 because i got a ticket for 9.5 in my hand. Um, yeah, probably not going to happen. But those Thursday night games have been low scoring. And, God, I would love for the 49ers to lose. Um, next one I have is the 8.30 in the morning game. It is in London across the pond. We've been talking about the pond all episode. Um, this is another one. Defense and run game travel. Jaguars. I'm taking the Texans. I'm going against my better judgment. I'm taking the Texans here. They just lost J.J. Watt for the season. But I think Deshaun Watson got cleated in the eye. Uh, That's never good. But he looked fucking incredible in that game. Um, He really did. He played great. I'm taking the Texans minus two across the pond. Then I'm going with the Cleveland Browns. Minus three versus the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are sitting Flacco. Uh the Browns are two and five. It has been a dumpster fire of a year. Baker Mayfield has single handedly costed me my fantasy league. Um, the one that I am the commissioner of, so that's fucking great. I was in the Super Bowl two years in a row. And now I'm sitting in last place and or yeah, last place. Um not good. Any way you look at it. So they gotta be due, right? Browns, minus three. Versus the Broncos. My last pick for NFL is a, I got them at a pick'em, the Colts over the Steelers. I don't get why this is a pick'em. I get it's in Pittsburgh. The Colts are 5-2. and two. The Colts are a good team. Pittsburgh was just down 14 points versus the Dolphins, and the Dolphins just did what they do and gave them the game back. But uh, I don't know why this game is a pick'em. This is my big easy bet for the NFL. Uh, Colts took them last week, minus six, didn't happen. We're re-upping with the Colts. Colts minus, or pick them, big easy bet of the week. Lock it in. What you got for the NFL?
0: Um, yeah, I'm going with the Colts as well. All right. (laughs) Yeah. I know the Steelers play well at home, but, um... Look, the Colts' defense.
1: I don't like Mason Rudolph. He looks like he still has his mom combing his hair for him. Yeah, I didn't watch the game. I'm not going to
0: lie. I did I did sleeping instead. <laughs> but from what I hear, the Dolphins got out to a 14-point lead to, to start the game. Obviously, they blew it like the Dolphins do. They just didn't blow it enough. <laughs> so, uh, I got my big easy bet last week. I'm going with the Colts against the Steelers. You say it's a pick um, I trust you. Going with the Colts, the line is even right now. Um, Packers, minus three against the Chargers. Yeah. Packers I'll, I'll are getting one. Devontae Adams back this week. In my other league, got him. One of the best wide receivers in the league, um, one of the best route runners. Aaron Rodgers is going to be excited to get this guy back. Um, Aaron Rodgers in that offense has been able to get – get the ball moving, and score touchdowns. To me, I I look for the Packers to uh, keep that going and uh, do even a better job this week against the Chargers. I know they're playing on the road, but the Packers are only giving three points. To me, you got to go with the Packers. I'm going with the Packers as my big easy bet.
1: Packers minus three. I like it. Is that your last one for the NFL? Yep. Okay. So to recap, Thursday night, Nick has the Niners, um, I, I guess minus 10 um, is what it's at right now. I have the Cardinals at plus nine and a half. Uh, I have the Browns minus three, the Texans minus two, and the Colts. It's a pick them, even, even spread. So one more time, go through your list real quick.
0: I'm going with the 49ers minus 10 on Thursday night. I'm going with the Colts. This game's an even spread. I'm going with the Packers, minus three against the Chargers. That's my big easy bet.
1: Okay. All right, guys, that will wrap up episode number 13. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Big easy Bets. We are on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcast. If you have not subscribed yet, be sure to go subscribe. Give us five stars if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to leave a rating, whatever you want to do, I don't care. Just go subscribe. Um, we're going to look to keep continue handing out winners and uh, go from there. You got anything you want to say before we head out? ebbity. that's all, folks. Who dat?
0: We just got to do what we do. We play like we play. We be us. We be special. We smell greatness. We finish well. from the top. where